0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here. And if I look a little funky, I actually forgot my tripod. I'm traveling today, uh, if you couldn't tell, if you're at the IT Nation Secure event. I'll be speaking tomorrow, come say hi, but that's not why we're here. Today we are actually going to be talking about iPhones. Now this is actually really interesting, and this news broke today because a new iPhone exploit is being blamed on the NSA and Apple working together to get everybody hacked and that's according to Russian intelligence. So here's what's going on. Now, this is coming from a write-up from Lily Hay Newman and Andy Greenberg of Wired. And I thought they did a really good job. Now, in a report published today, as I mentioned, Kaspersky, that's the antivirus maker and research outfit based in Moscow, said that at the beginning of this year, they detected targeted attacks against iPhones after analyzing the company's own corporate traffic on their own corporate network from iPhones. on the campaign, which they are calling... Operation Triangulation is said to have been ongoing, appears to date back to 2019, and utilizes multiple vulnerabilities in Apple's iOS mobile operating system to let attackers take control of the victim's devices. Now, Kaspersky says the attack chain utilizes a zero-click exploitation to compromise targets uh, by simply sending a specially crafted message to victims over Apple's iMessage service. This is very similar to the NSO Group's Pegasus, where they could simply text you a crafted message in zero click, you're infected, meaning you don't have to tap anything. So in this case, A victim receives the message, which includes a malicious attachment, and the exploitation would then begin whether you open the attachment or not. Then the attack chain together, um, basically, the attack would chain together multiple vulnerabilities to give attackers deeper and deeper access into your iPhone. Now, the final malware payload would automatically download to the victim's device before the original malicious malicious message then self-deleted, meaning it got sent to your phone, it did its thing, it infected you, and then it deleted itself. So there's no evidence. If this happens in the middle of the night and you're asleep, you're not even going to see the message. Now, Kaspersky's revelations of this new iOS hacking campaign comes on the exact same day Russia's FSB intelligence service separately announced a claim that the U.S. National Security Agency, or NSA, has hacked thousands of Russian phones. Even more remarkably, the FSB claims that it participated, uh, it be, or rather that Apple participated with the NSA in the broad hacking of iOS devices, willingly providing vulnerabilities to the NSA to exploit its spying operations. Apple did not take too kindly to this and put out a statement uh, to the entire world, including Wired, that said, an quote, we have never worked with any government to insert a backdoor into any Apple product and never will, end quote. Now, when asked about Kaspersky's report, an Apple spokesperson noted that the findings appear only to pertain to iPhones running iOS version 15.7 or below. The current version is 16.5. Now, I have a couple of different things here as I was reading this story on the plane and just thinking about this is one, Apple's statement has some history of accuracy, Basically, if you remember the San Bernardino shooter back in 2016, uh, essentially this was uh, basically extremists, Islamic extremists in San Bernardino, California. A man and woman, a husband and wife, basically opened fire, all of that. They were killed. They were trying to get into that person's iPhone, and uh, Apple basically said no. We're not going to hack our own product. We don't know how to get into it. So, FBI, we're not going to help you do that. And so, the FBI had to hire a third party contractor at a very expensive rate to get into that phone and figure that out. It's also, this is my second point, really underscores that despite Apple's marketing, you really can get hacked with Apple products. So, make sure you're taking care. I mean, this isn't obviously the first major vulnerability we've seen exploited. Pegasus was one. We know ransomware is now targeting uh, Macs and all of that. So, if you have an Apple product, you've got to take care. Don't believe the marketing hype you can get infected with a mac and and an apple uh device and that obviously is a huge thing the third point i want to make here is that essentially the Russian FSB coming out and saying this is a common tactic that authoritarian regimes use to blame enemies for basically the same thing that they do. Remember the Mirai virus? That's obviously a huge thing from the Russian intelligence that hit the world. They are prolific at these kinds of things. Now, that's not to say the NSA didn't do this or they're not breaking into phones. Obviously, we are the United States, I should say, in support of uh, essentially the Ukrainian people as the Russians have invaded that country. It's been over a year, et cetera. Et cetera. If you're a longtime follower of me, you know, my involvement with that et etc cetera, etc cetera. so so obviously that that's a very interesting thing but quite frankly it's it's hey hey don't look at me look at him because i'm blaming him for something that i'm doing or accusing him of something that i'm doing on top of this and this is the fourth point i am not giving the u.s government a pass here i'm absolutely not they really could have developed something like this now if you recall all the hacking utilities from the vault 7 dump uh, from the cia then you know what i mean That said, most intelligence agencies don't want to share or have their utilities identified, so it would be a bit unusual, uh, you know, uh, to have this happen, and quite a big win for Kaspersky if it actually was the NSA, even if it was or was not Apple uh, joining alongside, which obviously Apple denies. And finally, remember Kaspersky's history. We learned years ago that Russian intelligence had remote access uh, to basically 400 million Kaspersky endpoints around the globe, something that Kaspersky denied, but others have confirmed. And it was to the point that the U.S. government, literally through an act of Congress, voted to remove all Kaspersky products from government computer systems, wherever they may lay, whatever branch of government worldwide, including embassies. And so Kaspersky doesn't exactly have a clean history uh, of being direct, no matter what Eugene Kaspersky says. I actually met the guy once. He seemed like a very nice guy. But again, they're based out of Moscow. Moscow at the moment is essentially not just uh, waging a war against Ukraine, but they're also waging a PR campaign in the world uh, to try and drum up support, and obviously anything that throws, let's say, somebody in opposing Russia, especially a major adversary like the United States, under the bus would probably be a good thing. Again, not saying that the U.S. government is guilty or innocent. We honestly don't know, but it's highly suspect that they would be in this case, given the claims and accusations that Russian intelligence has made. It just doesn't line up, especially from Apple's corporate policy that has consistently been against uh, turning over or, or, or working with these agencies to do things like break encryption to get into their own devices so there you go take it for what it's worth that is your interesting news of the day and again if you're at this conference it nation secure i'll be speaking tomorrow come say hi and uh, tell me you saw this please like share follow me here on facebook and twitter at nick aesp and please uh, feel free to subscribe to me at youtube as well and as always stay safe stay online and please attempt to stay private and hopefully i'll be back in my tripod soon